You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Hey, how y'all doing out there in the podcast world? This is Bill. And this is Travis of Known Legacy. Uh, You can check us out on Facebook and the interwebs. As well as Instagram, and uh, man, if you like us, share us, and uh, we always love the positive feedback and the uh, the comments on iTunes because that helps out uh, with getting the word out to other folks. So, yeah, that'd be fantastic. So, anyways, uh, exciting day today, Bill. I want you to introduce our guest real quick. This is part two, part two of um, our. Who of knows? Our... We may go through part three, part four. <laughs> who knows? Based who knows? on how much time we have, you know, yeah. you never know. But um, yeah. So uh, I, we have had the last time my lovely wife, who is. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Sorry. I shouldn't be nice. If you could see the look on Sarah's face right now, it was truly beautiful. Because Bill Bill thought Okay. Bill thought he was hitting this beautiful line drive out of the park like my lovely wife. Sarah. <laughs> and Sarah's look was like you're sleeping on the couch tonight, <laughs> yes, sucker. Did I you am. forget my name? I did not. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. did not. So I'm going to start that over again. <clears throat> Hello, guys. How you doing? I'm not starting the whole thing over again, just right here. This I'm Travis. No legacy. Bill. Go. We'll try it again. Hey, this is my lovely, talented, amazing wife, Sarah, across from me. Beautiful brown eyes that I get to look at all the time. And Travis, why don't you introduce your, your bride as well? <laughs> Tara. Do we have to start over again again? <laughs> no. This is my amazing wife, Tara. She's got blue eyes, and uh, she's got two of them, and they're amazing. And uh, She's got two of them. <laughs> well, all, awesome. all the super, superlatives that you used, I'm going to use on her, too. That sounds she's good. awesome. She's short. She's beautiful. She's amazing. And she's a teacher. And she's a hard worker, and she's got a grit attitude. Um, I just married out of my league, so there's no reason to say anything else. Just right. the opposite of me. We're good. No, I'm just kidding. So, but you know, we were talking last time, kind of about um, just the journey with with married couples and kind of what what we would share with them. And uh, there was something that we 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 first even before we were actually married, Sarah, we had gone to this conference and they gave a really cool analogy. It was like a four little four word acronym but it actually means halt and uh that that was big for us it was it was huge for us because we in the midst of arguing and fighting we would be goofy and we would just say halt and we would say you know are you hungry are you angry are you lonely are you tired and oftentimes we were one of those things and as silly as it may sound in the midst of a fight or an argument when one person puts up their hand and says, halt. Yeah. And you know exactly what it means. Yeah. And then you think about those things and it makes you pause and take a moment and think through, am I one of those things? Am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? And oftentimes yeah. we are definitely one of those things. And for me, it's usually being hungry. For me, so the lonely also included. Angry. I think angry. the lonely included sex. So, 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 so it was more like it was like uh, halts. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, yeah. No, 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 okay, so I, I, I love the I love the the halt thing, but why is that important? Like, what what is the benefit there to to realize one of those four things, or Tara or Sarah? Well, I would say, or, I mean, I think. Because sometimes you need to take a step back and decide, why am I angry at you? Well, I'm not angry with you at all. 
it's more just I'm exhausted. Yeah. So I'm tired or yeah. hungry. I, I mean, I could eat all the time, but I don't need to eat all the time. I'm there. I'm um, there. But I mean, so and lonely, I mean, you can be married and still be lonely. I mean, you yeah. can Definitely. you can mm-hmm. be in a relationship that there's no communication and you just kind of are living, you're cohabitating, but you're not living together, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're just in the same home or whatever. And so I think it's important to take that step back and decide, okay, where am I on this? Am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I, you know, and before you jump on the spouse of you didn't do this and you didn't do that. Yeah. But just take a step back and look at yourself before you're accusatory. So often, often the the object that you're throwing your wrath at isn't actually the the cause of your (laughs) refill isn't actually the cause of your. Um, anger, it's one of those other things. And mm-hmm. so it's important yeah. before you you come down on someone's neck or, or whatever that might be. Yeah, that's that's a very helpful. And I think I think, you know, setting this pattern up in the beginning of your marriage, like the first five years of marriage, really setting that kind of you know what I'm talking about when there's yeah. there's certain things that, that if they're not talked about in the beginning, they won't be talked about later. And then you've got to break it. Then you've got to be intentional to break it. But I think if you can create a culture of that in the first couple of years of marriage, say this is who we're where we are about, um, and, and changing. And again, it's never too late. I would say mm-hmm. it's never too late, right? Am I, right. Am I wrong with that? But I, but I also, you know, as I'm thinking about that, I, I keep, you know, so now we're we're in the band life. Like we have, where our life for the next few months is band everything. Like we're gonna marching band, marching band. Good yeah. clarity. Thank yeah. you for not Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> no, that, Sergeant Peppers, Lonely Hearts Club Band. I hope you enjoy the show. Hope you will enjoy the show. That's it. So, anyways, so we're Karen in. The, doesn't let me sing. We're in, in the marching. In public, I know. So and that's I why I do you it sing all the time, time. on here. You do. See, that's we're going to eventually do it. Do a you. compilation of all the singing mm-hmm. that Travis has done. <laughs> it's really good. Bill's pretty good at it too. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, keep going. Rabbit anyways, hole. So, I know we totally rabbit trailed on that one, but I mean, I think that just our life is consumed that, and I'm seeing how quick families can fall apart with that situation. <laughs> Even though it's family focused, how quickly the relationship between a husband and wife can, can just dwindle in being so busy. So maybe I would ask like to those younger ladies, they've got little kids, you know, um, uh, they, they, they've got the two year old and the five year old and they're exhausted and they don't remember the first, the last three months and they're trying to just process through life and they look like they're just zombies what would you beautiful say beautiful zombies beautiful zombies beautiful zombies what would you say to those ladies and those those husbands of that that period of time you know i mean what would you say to them well i mean i think you know for husbands just lots and lots of grays or starbucks either one works grace and starbucks <laughs> that's awesome um but i think that you know that it's okay to to have grace for yourself and to set, I think, set realistic expectations. You know, I think that oftentimes we have unrealistic expectations and that we want to, um, you know, I think that we just think that we have to have it all together all the time and, and show up being perfect and having our kids ready and, you know, and whatnot. But I think that we have to set realistic expectations as far as our house goes or life or the kids or whatever and do what works for you just because it may work for 
Tara doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for me. And how she does things in her house doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for me because we're just two totally different people. And so I think you have to find, you know, find your rhythm and, and have lots of grace for yourself and not have unrealistic expectations. Okay. Right. But I think that plays into, I think last time when we were talking about the whole, what, what you see on social media and you see the good. I mean, there are very few people who out there who's going to tell you how horrible, I mean, no, I shouldn't say that people will share how rough their day was or whatever. But so many times you see the Pinterest perfect life or birthday party for your kid or for your, for your wedding or for your homecoming date proposal or your, Mm. you know, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And so I think like kind of trying to get rid of those, like just lofty expectations and just understanding that day in and day out life is not, it is not easy. Um, and I, and, and I do think, I mean, as when you have little kids, they do kind of consume your life. Um, but then they get older. And I know for us now, our, our kids are, I mean, we've got a 16, 14, 12 and 10 year old about to be a year older. And we're looking at in under 10 years, our kids are out of the house. Yeah. And so making sure that relationship between Travis and I continues to grow mm-hmm. because they're going to be gone. And then it's going to be like, Ooh, it's just us. Now? So let me, uh, to pursue me. that a little bit, because I, we, we've seen it um, over and over again, where couples of the kids will move out of the house and all of a sudden they wake up and they're like, I don't even know who this person is. I, mm-hmm. Because it became rather than a marriage, it became a business proposition. Yeah. Partnership. Where our, it was a partnership where all of a sudden we had to manage our calendars for the product of our children. And then they're out. And now, so when we're dating, we, we kind of knew how to pursue each other, right? Mm-hmm. What does it look like now for yeah. a husband to pursue the heart of a wife? Like, what would you say? And how has that changed for you as a woman over the last five years, 10 years or more? Is that for me? I think it's for both of Whoever, yeah. whoever. Well, okay. Could you repeat that question? <laughs> Thank you, too. No, 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 no. Actually, this is what I would say. I think I think for for me, it's it's one of those things where I a couple of weeks ago, it was right before I was going back. I was back at work as a new teacher in Argyle ISD. Um, but then it was a Tuesday night. I didn't have to work um that day because my school wasn't ready. <laughs> and so the next day was like our day all staff back. And Travis and I just went and to downtown Denton and had an appetizer somewhere and a drink. And then we went to um, this great little LSA burger bar thing. Um, and it was like we watched the sunset, listened to um, Texas country music, and had a burger. And It was singer-songwriting night, so the, right. the artists were there playing their songs. Yeah. It was fantastic. And, That's cool. Yeah, and so just taking those moments when you have the chance to just hang out and do something that you both like. Um, I'm, I'm not like a huge live music person, but I've learned to love live music because Travis loves live music. Um, I, I love to two step. 
and he tries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm She's just entirely too kind. I, 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 the whole time we're there, I'm smiling, and in my head, I'm like, one, two, one, one, two, one, one, two. And she's like, you're not even counting right. I let her lead, and I'm cool with that. And, awesome. and I'm more than happy for no. guys that can dance to like take her out, just because she loves it. She loves two step, and no. I wish I could do it. But I would also say this. I mean, we're we're also in a it's a, it's kind of a hard situation. It's a hard time of life too yeah. in that I, I love spending time with Travis, but then I look at, I have a, I have a daughter who's a junior and in two years, more than likely, I mean, she wants to go away to college or do, you know, go to yeah. college. And so we've got one moving out and it's like, <gasps> I want to spend as much time yeah, like as absolutely. a family too. And so it's such a balance for any family. And it's, it's a balance when you have little kids. Cause you're like, well, I don't want to miss any part of their life. But you still want that whole, like, but you still need to work on the because, relationship right. of who you married and who God put you with for sure. And I, and I think part of that is rem- remember what success is. Success as a parent is when your kids move out yes. and they're successful and, and productive and can do it. And success for a marriage is when you're still together at 75. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. hard to remember that because you know that time with the kids is fleeting. Yeah. And it's easy to overvalue that time with the kids and undervalue that time that's going to invest in that time that's going to be there for the next 50 years. Yeah. You know? I guess that's it. I think that's what makes it so difficult is in the midst of the sweetness of family, um, you know, the the first institution we had was each other becoming one flesh. That's why we're not one flesh with our kids. They're part of our flesh. And that is the conundrum. That's the fight is how do you remind your wife beyond just a high five? Hey, glad you're on team with me that, 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 that I'm for them. And I think there's, you know, I'm starting to believe that there's no balance. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's which plates are worth spinning. Mm-hmm. And I know that the, I know that the, the husband wife plate is worth spinning. And because if that one falls apart, everything else falls apart. So for the, for the marriage out there that is on the rocks and they're like, but I've got, I've got dance and I've got football and I've got soccer. And then this one's in track. And I'm like, that's great. Shut it all down. Like if you need to, your kids are going to live without track. You know, it's going to destroy them. Your marriage. Mm -hmm. If your marriage ends. Well, and I think that you have to think about too, you know, what the word says that we need to put God first and then your spouse. Yeah. And then your kids and your family. Like it doesn't say like, hey, your kids come first. It says your spouse comes next. And so I think you have to put that into perspective to serve one another and to love one another and to make time for one another because, you know, just like we're talking about, one day your kids are gonna be gone and you still have to have common interests and things that you love about each other and you don't want to wake up one day and be strangers and like, hey, we just uh, put our head down and just did the kid thing for, you know, the last yeah. 18 years or 18 plus and, you know, you mm-hmm. still need to be intentional about pursuing one another and and doing life together and yeah, the kids are a part of that for sure. Like we love family time and we love that time together and and being together, you know, as one and traveling together. We love all those things, but it's equally as important, if not greater, to spend time with your spouse, um, loving one another, spending time together, investing in one another, serving one another. I think those are also important. So yeah. let me ask. So we've great conversation. I love it. 
I think it resonates with a lot of the stuff that we've talked about and the stuff we know. And sometimes yeah, we yeah, do yeah. it, and a lot of times we don't. We're not trying to blow smoke up everyone's butt and saying, we got this together. We don't. Not at all. In fact, I, I, I think that Tuesday night was the first time we had had a date night in about four months. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we, we miss the mark often. Let's say there's a couple listening right now. Um, a wife of a husband, and she's like, oh my gosh. We're down this rabbit hole, and I'm terrified that things are not where they need to be with my husband because we've overinvested in the kids yeah. or whatever reason. What, what what would you speak to the heart of the woman in that moment or the heart of the husband in that moment? Yeah. I mean, I think it, for me, I think just saying like today's a new day. God's given us a new day every single day. And so we need to be intentional with what he's given us and the time that he's given us. And I think that we need to um plan the date night go ahead and do it don't wait for the husband to get out there and plan a date night and i just planned a date night for bill and i with you know a couple weeks ago and it was something that he would enjoy doing and it's not necessarily something i was like excited about but i knew he would love it and we had a great time was it paintballing that's awesome you guys went paintballing for your date (laughs) night i I don't remember all i remember is that it was the thing i loved most about it was that she planned she said hey tomorrow we're going out i'm like we are? Like, yeah. Like, I was like this little giddy kid. I was so excited about the fact that we had an opportunity to go and she she thought about me. So is it fair to say that sometimes wives will overthink things and try to make it more perfect, if that's even a proper phrase, than it needs to be? Because at the end of the day, he was just happy that you planned something. Yeah. It didn't matter what it was. It could have been like, we're going to go tour McDonald's and see how they make the burgers. And he's I like, like Big Macs. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get a McNugget? All right. You know, is that fair to say? And so what? Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's the thought behind it that I took time out to plan something. Yes. And that I thought about him when I was planning it. And it wasn't so much, so matter, it wasn't as much as what we were doing as it was that I put time and thought into it. And I yeah. think that's what matters hmm. for me too is that, you know, like that when Dola thinks about me in the sense of like, you know what, I think she might really like to go do this cooking class or go take a walk or whatever it is, you know. I'm pretty simple. But um, I think, like, is like he's thought about it and he's thought about what I would like, and so he's planned it. And so I think that's what matters. Sometimes it could be movie night on the couch and with pizza, and because it's a super busy week and we want to be in comfy clothes and lounge on the couch, I think that's okay, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be going out of the house. You know, it makes me think about something because I'm like, I think there's a lot of guys that I, well, I know there's a lot of guys that I've talked to who struggle with the whole whole intimacy thing and because their wives don't think that they're, that they're beautiful. The wives don't think they're beautiful. So then they cast that on the husband. And I would encourage those wives to know that your husband loves you. You know, I heard this statistic that most men who have affairs have affairs with women, I'm just being very, very bold, that are actually uglier than their wives. It's actually a truth. Hmm. And it has nothing to do with the physical attraction. It has to do with the emotional and mental connection that they have. And so wives, if you're self-conscious about who you are, you need to remember that your husband loves you. He still in the deep depths of who he is, remembers that moment when those doors opened and you walked down the aisle and you were sitting there, you were standing there in your wedding dress. He still remembers that. That's what you need to remember. 
as you pursue your husband because there are those wives that have all those excuses because the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. So help me out, ladies. I'm saying this, but the enemy is trying to destroy every part of who you are, emotion, emotionally, mentally, physically. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to remind your husband of who you are on the physical side too because he sees you as he's always seen you. And if he doesn't, guys, shame on you. Because if your wife provided children for you and you have any kind of expectations, you need to smack yourself in the face because they, they gave you beautiful children. So I know I'm not trying to get all deep and dark on that, but I'm saying, wives, don't forget how amazing you're, that, that there is still a moment that your husband's breath is still taken away when he sees you. Yeah. Wives, uh, uh, excuse me, husbands, um, be the mirror that your wife needs to hear. Yeah, that's good. Be the mirror that she needs to hear. And, um, because she, she will from time to time, um, yeah, you know, age happens. It is what it is, but she needs to know how beautiful she is. I think love is, is way more emotionalist than we've made it. You know, those first couple of years, it's like, yeah. no, you hang up first. It's no, Disney. you hang up first. It's Disney. No, you hang up. Disney. You Disney. Up. Exactly. I, oh my God. And, 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 and love in love at its core is, is a, is a is a mental response to saying, I am here for you. Like Jesus didn't, I can, if I, when I have the chance to talk to Jesus, yes. he didn't feel like hanging on the cross, but no. he did it because he knew it was the greatest thing that he could do. And so love broke that emotion. And so I would say that, that that's, that's the part that we need to work on is this idea of like love is not a physic uh, is not a physical thing. It's not a feeling. In fact, I'd say love shows itself greatest in the midst of sacrifice. That is, you're willing to go, okay, I don't feel anything right now. I have a buddy who, who uh, walked away from his wife years and years and years ago for, to live in a same-sex attraction lifestyle. And then eight months later, she took him back. And I remember his words. He said, I sat there as we stared across the room, and she said, I love you. But I don't feel like I love like, kind of like that idea of like I don't feel like I yeah. love you. There was no there's no physical love, mm-hmm. but there was this I am going to love you because that's what I've committed to. Yeah. And you're like, that's the love that we want to dig up. And that might be what it is as you're going like, okay, I got I got 146 days until my kid graduates. I I want to spend time with them. I love you too. What do we do? And we have that conversation. Like, what does that look like? You know? Right. So right. Um, I hope that all makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. My For ramblings. Sure. No, it makes sense. I mean, and I go back to, you know, I think it's important too to remind yourselves as women that we need to remind ourselves that we are loved by God and that we Mm. are fearfully and wonderfully made and that we are created in his image and that we are a masterpiece because the enemy is definitely going to play with our minds and he wants us to feel less than and he wants us to feel defeated and he wants us to feel beat down and ugly mm. and see the scars and see the the muffin tops and all the things because that's what the enemy wants us to see. But God, I feel like, does not want us to see that. He has redeemed us and he's made beauty from ashes and he's and He's made us whole and and. And we need to live in that. We need to walk in that boldness and in that truth. And we have those stretch marks. We have those scars, you know, because of our story. And and he's given us that story for a purpose. And we Mm. need to walk in that. And we need to share that. And we need to be grateful for that. And, you know, whether it's from, you know, having our children, you know, that's something that that's a gift that God has given us. And, you know, we, you know, lots of women have stretch marks. I call them my 
my tiger marks whenever I talk about him in front of Lily because I said God gave me those because he's made me strong and I said yeah. and they're my beauty marks or they're my tiger marks because we, we have them and you can't hide them and, but you know we can turn them into something negative and, and make our daughters feel self-conscious if they ever get them or whatnot. but I think we need to show that God has given them because they've, he's given us those marks because he's given us the life of children and I think it's a beautiful thing I'm a tiger hunter. <laughs> it's the eye of the tiger. <laughs> Katie Perry. You know I love it. Guys. Thanks, guys. No, I love that idea. I love what you're saying because I feel like we, our, our society loves to downplay all those things. Sure. Instead of giving honor where honor is due and saying, ladies, you have fought for the heart of your spouse, for your kids. And so now it's time to, to continue that fight. Like the fight never ends. Mm-hmm. I, I see, I think about David and how like, he was promised to be king, and then he had to fight a giant. And then he was he, he was sitting in, 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 in the home of the king, and then the king tried to kill him. And then he became king, and he had to keep fighting for his land. Because his like, son yeah. wanted to destroy him. Exactly. So like fight after fight after fight, but we think that in this Christian life, it's like, well, if we just get together, two imperfect people, everything's going to be okay. Mm. And it's like, no, this fight has got to continue. got to keep fighting the good fight. So... Excellent. Anything else you want to add? Y'all have the wisdom tonight. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Good you job, know, ladies. There Thank was, you very much. There was this verse I was <laughs> I was looking up, um, and I loved it that I wanted to read it to you. But it's Ephesians five twenty two. You know, wives be subject to your to your own husbands as to the Lord, and that's it. That's all. Just why? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> for the husband is the head of the wife, as love Christ it. also is the head of the church. He himself being the savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also the wives ought to be uh, in be to their husbands and everything but it says husbands love your wives just as christ also loves the church and gave himself up for her so that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word that he might present to himself the church in all her glory having no spot or wrinkle or anything any such thing but that she would be holy and blameless so husbands also ought to love their own wives as their own bodies he who loves his own wife loves himself and so so this whole idea of husbands love your wives wives honor your husbands and I really, you know, I heard, heard it one time really uh, wisely said that the reason why God focuses those two on there is because we struggle with loving our wives mm-hmm. and wives sometimes struggle with, with, with honoring or, you know, respecting, yeah, you know, respecting their, 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 their husbands. And so I think it's, it's just this, this constant battle. But, but I, I know that, that the bigger picture in there is that this is an example of what the church is in the eyes of God, that as he pursues after the, his, his a bride, we're the greatest example of that. And as the enemy continues to fight against this and destroy marriage after marriage, it creates just a better element for the world to not know what it looks like to actually be loved. So I think that's where, you know, husbands, we need you to step up and love your wives like Christ right. led the church, spouse, wives to do the same thing. In actions and in words. Love your wives. Well, we love your comments and questions and everything. And so if you have anything for us, info at Known Legacy. We'd love to hear .org. from you. Yep. All of your comments. We know we probably have some more from, from the ladies. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. Sure. Thank you. We had a lot of fun. We did. We had a good time. So check us out on social media, <laughs> knownlegacy.org or uh, Instagram. Instagram. We'll see you there. Facebook. You guys have yourself a wonderful rest of the night. Thank you, ladies. Let's not miss this fact. What's that? We've talked about this for a while now. We actually got our wives in the same space. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. 
to sit down and it's actually like have a, a have this conversation with us. Mm-hmm. And they, lo- lo- I will be 100% honest, and this will be no shock. Um, while Bill and I love to talk on the microphone, our, our wives were not happy at all that we volunteered them for this position. <laughs> Is that fair to say, Tara? Yes. <laughs> you guys Very did amazing. Much. You did great. We finally sounded smart online. High five. And I can't it. wait for season three. <laughs> season three. When we do interviewing online. our wives on the beach. Hallelujah. That sounds great. <laughs> if anyone would like to pay for that, contact us info at nonlegacy.org. More than happy to do this on the beach. deductible donation it, to the ministry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, God bless you guys. Thank you very much. Keep fighting for the uh, for the heart of your wives. And uh, wives, keep uh, pursuing the, the heart of your husbands, respecting them, loving them, caring for them, uh, cheering them on because the world is, is trying to destroy them. And uh, yeah, um, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Andy Grammer talks about that. Don't give up. It's pretty good. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. He took the midnight train going anywhere. Thank you, Tara. (laughs) Don't stop believing. Am I alone in this song? Don't stop believing. Have a great night. (laughs) Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy Podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.